Well, I'm going to say good morning, listeners, although you may be listening to this late in the evening, on a walk, working in the gym. I don't know where you might be, but to us, Brother T, it is good morning. It is, but I'll say good day. Good day. Good day. Uh, that fits all of it, all 12 hours of it. 12 hours? Yeah. <laughs> they may be listening at 2 good, in the morning. Yeah, it could be yeah. a good night. Yeah, it could, could be. Yeah, it's true. We make much yeah. of do of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a different way. You know what? We should really practice the beginning of the podcast sometime. <laughs> you we took the dis- words right out of my mouth, We man. do discuss the content. Yeah, right. But we rarely ever talk about how we're going to get started. Yeah, and that's obvious. Really? Yeah. We probably got the roughest opening of any podcast I've ever heard. Yeah. There's no probably to it. <laughs> <laughs> no probably. It is absolutely. We won the award. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But hey, the content is incredible. Listen, Just I ask I, us. I listen yeah. to it and I get yeah. mesmerized. Oh my goodness, mesmerized yeah. with popcorn and uh, a Coke Zero is what I, I do. I haven't done yeah. that yet, but you yeah. know it sounds. I used to listen to my morning. I don't eat popcorn in the morning. Oh, okay. okay. Oatmeal, bagel, something uh, like that. You know, yeah, protein shake. Yeah, a yeah. Nan- if I knew where to get one, where do you get one? A nanner at the protein shake place. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I live out in the country. Oh, okay. I live on a farm. <laughs> you live in the city. We don't got protein shake places. <laughs> we have Case Castle. <laughs> Which I did visit last night, by the way. Oh, did you really? Oh, my goodness. Great strawberry cheesecake ice cream. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I have not had ice cream in a year and several months. You know yeah. what? You're not better for it. I know it. I know. I'm worse for you're it. You're worse for I'm it. Worse you're for little, it. You're a little more angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone's supposed to just calm myself down. i got to have me a little ice cream. You know what? My case, Castle, does not even take a credit card or a debit card. You've got to have cash money. Are you serious? If I'm lying, I'm dying. It's up there near the funeral home, isn't it? It is. I'm yes. there by a funeral home. Right, right. And I, it just brings back so many wonderful memories. There right. was a case castle on the road on the way home from my elementary school as I walked home because most of the time I walked to school. I'm was it up, uh, uphill both ways? And It was yeah. on top of a hill. <laughs> Of course, of course it was. It's on top of the hill. Yeah. But yeah. it was well worth the walk. Well, oh, the best banana splits. Oh, man. Hot fudge sundaes, oh, milkshakes. And then they had Superman ice cream and bubblegum ice cream. Hmm. Yeah, that's what kids get. Now I like black walnut and strawberry cheesecake. Oh, my goodness. You, you know what you're doing. You're tempting me. You're tempting <laughs> Listen, me, brother. One, and the funny thing is, we got to get on the podcast, but the funny thing is, <laughs> I told my wife last night, I said, you want ice cream? She's no, nah, I don't want one. You go get one. So I hopped in the car and I drove to my Kay's Castle. I got in there. I said, give me two scoops. One scoop, strawberry cheesecake. One scoop, black walnut. And then I remembered, oh, they don't take a debit card. I pulled out of my wallet real fast, counted up enough money to buy one <laughs> scoop, but not two. I said, you better make that just one strawberry cheesecake. <laughs> I was like 40 cents short. Oh, no. Brother, it's hard when you're retired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have enough money for two That scoops. is hilarious, yeah. brother. That's yeah, hilarious. I did. Yeah. So I yeah. ate my one, which is probably better. Right, I, right. You know what? Yeah. Eight o'clock last night, I didn't yeah. eat two So you don't carry a lot of folding money, do you? I don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I always carry folding money. Yeah. You know, the only time I do, Brother T, is when um, I have either preached a revival or gone off and did a pulpit supply. And usually, you know, it's a few hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and I'll take one hundred dollars and leave it out and put the rest in the right. bank, and I'll spend. I may I'll spend a hundred bucks. It'll take me two weeks to spend a hundred bucks. Right. I remember when you were gainfully employed. Yeah. That you took out. I can't remember how much it was, but 
Every week you took out a certain amount of money. I took out hundred dollars a week. How about then? Hundred a week. Okay, hundred a week. Not hundred every two weeks, but hundred every week. And that's yeah. what you did with lunches yeah. and, and I, things. Rather yeah. use debit cards, I always use the credit card. I go by on Monday morning, get me a hundred bucks out of the bank, <laughs> and I'd carry that hundred bucks all week long. I yeah. just, you know, just that's how. But I don't do that anymore since not gamefully employed right. anymore. Exactly, exactly. You know, and every penny counts now. Mm, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. What are we talking about today besides <laughs> well, ice we're going to finish this up about the World Economic Forum, the mm. WEF. Learn some new things. Plus, we I, I listened to our podcast and realized we ended saying next week we're going to discuss Revelation 17. Right, right. So both of us have our Bibles open to Revelation 17 now, and we will be discussing that. In the interim, though, Brother T, I did listen to a local church that has a civic forum occasionally. Very surprisingly, the only church I have ever known that has people on staff who actually have in their title civic something. I don't remember, civic mediator, civic coordinator, something like that. And that was interesting. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it totally, mm-hmm. but they did a good job. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. If, okay. If I were going to add somebody to staff, would I add that person on staff? I don't know. Maybe I would. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I never even considered it. Right. Right. right? But they attend uh, city councils and uh, local county councils and different kinds of... They, they investigate different political ongoing and community activity and report back to the church and get the church involved where they can. And yeah, I mean... That's pretty interesting. It is that very is, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. You know, I might have could have been. I, my degree was in political science. Yeah, you. I, have, I could have done that. Yeah, you'd have done a great job at that. I would. That would have had yeah. fun with that. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, so I listened to a forum that they did on. Uh, for those of you who listen outside of the city of Chattanooga, and I know on occasion we actually have people overseas, as we say, mm-hmm. uh, listen to our podcast. Um, but. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did a political thing. I just went blank. <laughs> I could actually see that. Go, come touch my elbow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Mitch, Restart. Me. Start calling you Mitch, brother. <laughs> Restart. Wow. Me. Yeah, uh, you went totally blank. Yeah, because I shouldn't have talked about the whole overseas thing. Uh, but in the city of Chattanooga, uh-huh. uh, for those people, we live outside of the city of Chattanooga. You closer than I, but uh, have just this year signed an agreement with the World Economic Forum about being a smart city. Mm. And, again, it has everything to do with the old social, uh, environmental, and governance, the ESG, environment, social, governance. That's a whole term now as to how you measure success. How much did you... Uh, deal with the the environment and make it better or somehow contribute to it, society and then governance. And that's that's what this project is written up about. They're putting uh, cameras all over the city of Chattanooga to detect movement. Um, and I'm a little fearful of it and glad I don't live in the city of yeah. Chattanooga. Brother, I'm t- I had no earthly idea. Oh, this you, is new stuff to me. I would encourage wow. you, and you know what church I'm talking about, right? I mean, I, I, I'm not promoting churches on right. the air, but it's the local Calvary Chapel. Okay, okay. The one at yeah. the foot of Lookout Mountain in Chattanooga. Right. They did a forum called the 25-Minute City and the Millennial Kingdom. Hmm. And <clears throat> talked about these 
the history of Chattanooga as far as environment and pollution because we were such a horrible place. It was 1969, maybe. I'm thinking that Walter Cronkite said the dirtiest city in America. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah. Right there on the evening news. Mm. Billions of people listening. I was five years old. Yeah, well, you were probably weren't listening to Walter. No. You were probably yeah. listening to Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. um, he, he declared that. And then from that point on, only months later, the then mayor began different um, environmental kind of uh, committees to make things better. And, and we indeed will say... Chattanooga is a thousand times better than it used to be when it comes to the environment, the clean air, right. everything else. But because of that history, as well as our gig city status, mm-hmm. with I think over 8,000 miles of fiber optics being laid in Chattanooga and the super speed of our uh, internet. I mean, we're at tops there. We're tops, we? man. Yeah, I yeah. mean, people bring their companies here right, because yeah. of the internet speed. Um, we were selected by this group of people in hmm. Davos. Wow. Yeah. And now they we're in this agreement where they're going to fund a lot of things if we will follow their direction. I had no, this is new information. That's cool. I, I mean, encourage to know, you to know that. Go to their yeah. website, that church's website, uh-huh. look up their form, civic form, and they had this talk. Very I mean it was long arduous sometimes mm-hmm. but other times going oh i didn't know that wow. type thing yeah. so we are dealing with it in our city people kind of taking control making the environment a crisis so they can take over during a crisis which we saw in the covid-19 yeah man man that is that's something the reason that's interesting is brother t is it leads to this one governance mm-hmm. one governing board in this instance dictating as far away as Europe to Southeast America, right? Southeastern part of America, southeastern part of Tennessee, them dictating what we do from a distance because they are superior intellectually. Yeah. Than, yes. You know they 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 know what we should do. Right. Better. Well, when you look at Revelation seventeen and eighteen, I mean, you're you're really getting into this one world, if you want to say, religion and one world. Um, economic uh, system, yeah, and um, and so boy, when you jump into Revelation seventeen, it really is all about this one world religion that that truly will be one day. Yes. I mean, it's coming. So let's yeah. talk about uh, seventeen and how that deals with. It's really talking about in the midst of what we would call the time of tribulation on the earth. Mm-hmm. Things are going to hell in a handbasket, right? Um, we think, we believe, interpreting the scripture, that the church has gone along with the influence of the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, there is two major leaders in the world. One is an economic, military, political leader. The other is a religious leader. So you have the Antichrist and the false prophet. Yes, basically. Well, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Uh, and one is identified as the beast that comes from the earth, and mm-hmm. the other identified as the beast that comes from the sea. Right. The false prophet then, and the religious organization that that false prophet represents, is the metaphor for that is the great harlot. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about why that before. And then the beast, also known as the dragon, and uh, but we know as 
the Antichrist, the one that gets consumed by the coming of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Have this unholy alliance. Mm-hmm. We're trying to mix that political, economic, and military leadership with religious leadership. Yes. So I thought that we could take time about reading verses in uh, Revelation 17 and talk about the significance of what we're reading. Who wants to start? I can start verse 1, and then how how far do you want me to read? Go down through verse 2 just to begin with. Okay. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. By the way, that many waters, that's the cousin of many pearl. I didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. (laughs) Verse 2. Yeah. With whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, Mm -hmm. and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Okay. So we're introduced here to that two different sets of, you have this woman, uh, the the great harlot, sits on many waters, but she has a relationship with the kings of the earth. So there immediately you see... Uh, the harlot, and we'll notice later that she is a religious entity, and the king's obviously representing the political entities in the world that are in charge near the end, and they fornicate or they interact with one another, mm-hmm. and they actually, the people of the earth, then get drunk with this um, combination of these two things together. It's like well, there's places in Scripture where they throw a party at different times right, yeah. while the world is falling apart. They're giving partying, gifts to each other. Giving gifts yeah. to each yeah. other. They're celebrating the, the death of the two witnesses mm-hmm. in the streets. So the world is in chaos, but it's a, well, it's like Mardi Gras all over the mm-hmm. world, right? Wow, yeah. yeah. They, they basically just fall right in line. That, that word drunk i mean they're falling in line they, they're buying it hook line and right. sinker yeah right and, and what you just read said this passage of scripture that we're talking about is showing us about the end or the judgment of the great harlot mm. so of the religious side of this unholy union right okay right. so i'll pick it up in okay. verse three so he that's the spirit carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness though that was the i guess it was the seventh angel that mm. carried him away and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, that takes us, just the name Babylon, that takes us all the way back to the book of Genesis, you know. Yeah. And um, one of Noah's sons, uh, Nimrod, uh, built the city of Babylon. Babylon, and that basically became the the genesis, if you will, the uh, beginning of cult worship, cult worship, uh, false religion, and um, you know Nimrod married a lady named Suma Suma something that's mentioned in scripture. Okay, and they had a baby uh, called Tammuz, 
of course, that's mentioned once, I think, in Ezekiel. And um, But the legend, of course, was he was born, uh, had a miraculous birth. Mm-hmm. He was gored, died, but then rose again. And so when you follow that all throughout uh, history, uh, one of the cultures, or every culture, sort of takes that mm-hmm. and has their own version of that, you know. And, and and so Babylon, it goes all the way back there, and that's where we get the zodiac and the, the worship of the sun, the right. stars, the moon, and all that. And so it's interesting that uh, John the Revelator goes back there and, and picks that up, and now we see it here in the book of the Revelation. Yeah, and you see it six centuries before Christ. Right. Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar. Right. Uh, that's the time of Daniel, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Nehemiah and Ezra, and all that mm-hmm. is in that period of time. Um, so Babylon there is also the great enemy of Israel that takes the people captive and destroys mm-hmm. the city and the temple, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. You got Antiochus Epiphanes there that right. is a forerunner, really, of the Antichrist in many ways. Right. And uh, he has his own abomination of desolation, basically, yes. when he slaughters a pig, you know. And so it's just, it's really interesting how these two things pull together. How, how they're falling together. But notice that she, the great harlot, is sitting on a beast. Yeah. That shows the union of these two. She's riding on the beast, the beast being that military leader, because it says the beast have seven heads and ten horns. Mm. We know throughout Scripture, and of course on a short podcast we can't, you know, determine, we can't say, because yeah. it would be a deep study itself, but the heads, the horns and the heads represent authority. Right, yes. Yeah. So usually yeah. heads or crowns are speaking of kingdoms. So mm-hmm. she is united with, riding on the coattail, if it were, this whole military, political, economic uh, beast. Mm-hmm. She, however, and you can tell two different ways, uh, is religious in nature. Number one, she holds a chalice uh, similar to the Lord's Supper communion cup. Oh, wow, yeah. Mm. But rather than filled with the blood of Christ, mm-hmm. notice that. She's holding that in her hand. It's full of abominations and filthiness of fornication. Right, yes. Mm, man, I tell you what, that that, that says a lot. It right says there. a lot. Yeah. Then it goes on to say, in the last verse that I read, she's drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs. There, rather than the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. in the cup, mm-hmm. it's, it's the blood of her filthiness right. where she has killed saints, those who are following mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we know during the time of the uh, tribulation mm-hmm. that those people, they're the saints, those people, their followers of Jesus, or Jewish people who have come to faith in Jesus Christ during the seven years based upon the witnesses who rose again in the streets, the 144,000 Jewish evangelists, mm-hmm. the scripture talks about, mm-hmm. who are speaking to them, Perhaps, and some people have said, maybe some of the books written before the rapture having to do with Christianity, the Gospels, where they see, the Bible says they look upon him whom they pierced and they weep when they do. And so they've come to repentance and remorse, godly remorse over the not accepting the Messiah when he came, but rather receiving this Antichrist Mm -hmm. as their Messiah, Mm -hmm. seeing the errors of their way, but... Having to stand up and say, I'm a follower of Jesus. Right. 
And we see here that they're killed because she's drunk with the blood of the saints. Mm -hmm. If they are to come to know Christ during this period of time, they are probably, as we read other places before the throne, beheaded. Mm -hmm. And I think this probably speaks of the other major religion in the world who their role is to behead the saints. Mm -hmm. If you you are found in an Islamic country to believe in Jesus Christ, they've had many public beheadings. It just is the... I don't know whether they're told that's the way to do it in, in you know their religious writings or whether that's just the preferred method. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's what happens. Yeah. I know that you have read and I have read, uh, you know, trying to identify this one world false religion. Yeah. Um, years and years ago, there was a movement talking about the Roman Catholic Church because of the wealth and, I mean, all the characteristics there. I want to say very quickly that there are believers and non-believers in the Roman Catholic Church, yeah. just like there are believers and non-believers in our Baptist churches, it's Methodist exactly. churches, yeah. Church of God, and all of that. Yeah. Uh, and then there, are, there's a movement uh, or a lot of words that have been written about uh, the Islamic faith because mm-hmm. of what you just said. Yeah. And plus, I mean, it is next to Christianity, uh, I guess, number-wise. Over a billion uh, people. Uh, over a Earth. billion people. And they are... Uh, I mean, they they do have um, that violent um, tendency, I guess, you know, the beheading and all of that. And so the extremists, the extremists, and that's what we should say is there have been extremists extremists in Christianity. We call them the Crusades. Yeah. Yes. Horrible things (laughs) done under the name of Christianity. And those would not be people that we would admire. Bombings of abortion clinics and things like that, you know. Um, we do not line up with that, no. and a lot of the Muslims do not line up with the extremists. You know? right. So yeah, that that is. You and I true. both we've we've had tour guides. Oh and we've man, had, yeah. know, we've we've walked with people mm-hmm. in Israel mm-hmm. that are Arab Islamic, mm-hmm. great people. You know, mm-hmm. good people. These are the extremists right. that are that are following after. Yeah. Well, they're they're drunk with the blood. It right. says. I yeah. mean, they're having a party. Right. And it's uh, not a good one. I was in Africa one time, and there had been, right before I got there, there had been sort of an uprising. And I, I really believe that the guy that was with me, I think he would have sacrificed his life to protect us. I had some Americans, of course, with me. I right. really do. I mean, he was, uh, he went out of his way, you know. Right. And so he would not classify as these extremists. I mean, he was a he was a good guy. Yes. And um, but here we're talking about these, as you said, these tribulation saints, yes. and they are the ones that are going to fall under the ire of uh, this one world government, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a pretty situation. It's not. No. No. You want to pick up in verse seven and maybe read seven <clears throat> and eight. Okay. But the angel said to me, "Why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman." And uh, of the beast that carries her, which has seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was (laughs) and is not. And will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to uh, perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they see the beast that was and is not and yet is. So a couple of things there again. We're told that this is a kingdom. This is these 
but we're not told who it is. We do know that it was and wasn't mm-hmm. and is again. Right. Um, you can go back into Daniel and read that same kind of typology. That's where people often came up with the Roman Empire. Right. It was an empire. It was an empire. It's going to be again. So do we think that there's going to be a Caesar? Do we think there's going to be another Nero, whatever? Um, I I do think that we see some semblance of that. And I'm not ready to declare that the World Economic Forum is Mm -hmm. the beast. Mm -hmm. But that kind of governance, that kind of organization Mm -hmm. where people are taking the lead without ever being elected, Mm -hmm. without ever being, you know, I never said, yeah, make mm-hmm. the rules for my city right. over there. But yet because of having the money mm-hmm. and having, and certainly intellect, but not wisdom right. when it comes to these things, um, that kind of organization, don't I, I personally don't think, I think it's too obvious that it would be just the Roman government that mm-hmm. we don't seem to have any, I don't think it's a Roman Catholic <clears throat> mm-hmm. church because that is more of a, religious entity right, right. than it is a political entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it is, it's coming. It's, it is coming. And I do think it is hard to nail down. Many yes. say, you know, the revived Roman Empire, you know, as you said. But um, but I, I think it's hard to be dogmatic about that. It, it But it is coming. There's no it doubt coming. about that. And the people who see it are not Christians, again. Mm-hmm. Christians are gone because these people, two, two indications... They are people who dwell on the earth. And we right. know what that word dwell. It's more than just visiting. Mm-hmm. The earth is their home, not right. heaven. Yeah. The earth is their home. And secondly, whose names are not written in the book of life. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So lost people see this going on and they marvel at what's happening. Marvel is like marveling at uh, uh, supernatural things. Mm-hmm. They're seeing this go on. They go, wow, this is this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Whereas they don't marvel at the truth truth and the grace of Jesus Christ right uh, they will marvel at this and be caught up in this whole scenario yes yes okay here's the next verse here is the mind which has wisdom well that leaves us out yeah. the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits there are also seven kings five have fallen one is the other has not yet uh, come and when he comes he must continue a short time the beast that was and is not and is himself also the eight and is of the seven and is going to perdition. That's a mouthful. That is. And we got to remember this was written, during, John wrote it. Yes. So First these kings that have already fallen, I mean, I think we can pretty well talk about those world powers, don't you? Yeah, we can go through, I which mean, are, again, and Daniel as well as right. in... Here in uh, I mean, you got Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, uh, Medes and Persians, and Greece, Greece, and then you got Rome, who is yeah. basically, yeah. and um, and and then um, and then this this world leader uh, is going to basically lead this new this new which system. they call the eighth the, the eighth, eighth exactly he right. comes out of uh-huh. this eighth kingdom. Uh-huh. So, kind of again, says, mm, maybe not Rome, uh-huh. uh, but this eight kingdom that's probably made up an amalgamation of all these nations, right. which are all European Asian nations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, what we're primarily talking about. And it says that he is going to perdition. That is the description 
of the Antichrist the way that Paul writes about him mm. in Second Thessalonians. Yeah, the son of perdition. Son of perdition. Yeah, yes, and that word basically means destruction. Yeah. yeah. And so, that he will be destroyed by the likeness of his coming, the coming of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. So this is at the very end mm-hmm. now, as we're reading here, of the time of tribulation. The person whose coming has been revealed, mm-hmm. the man of perdition has been revealed, mm-hmm. and we know that they he is united in a way mm-hmm. with who we would call the false prophet with is identified with the harlot, the great harlot, or the religious entity mm-hmm. there. Yes. So where do where do I pick up? Twelve. Um, twelve. The ten horns. Uh, again, horns are authorities, yep. kingdoms. Which you saw are ten kings, that's what it just says, who uh-huh. have received no kingdom as yet. Yep. But they receive authority for one hour as kings with a beast. See? Yep. They just they're being handed authority, but they're not kings. Right, right. Yeah. And and it's not gonna last long. Maybe members of a forum. Mm-hmm. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not saying that. We're not saying yeah, that. But, just I'm but, talking but about that kind yeah. of governance. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, verse 13, these are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Yeah. Uh, these will make war with the lamb. And, oh, don't you love this, man? Yeah. The lamb. Um, we're we're in, sitting in church, so every answer is Jesus. That's the right. <laughs> Jesus will overcome them, for he is the Lord of lords and king of kings. And those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Woo! Yeah. That's good stuff. So it takes you at the end there. The son of perdition is revealed. Mm-hmm. The people that, the, the government that he's leading are kings that have no kingdom right. who've been given for a short period of time, that hour that's speaking of a brief period of time at the mm-hmm. end of time, mm-hmm. as we know it. Uh, and they're going to try to lead this rebellion, what we believe would be the Battle of Armageddon that comes against the nation of Israel, particularly the city of Jerusalem. Right. Read it very distinctly. They come down through the Valley of Megiddo right. from the north leading south into Jerusalem where right. all the great wars in the past mm-hmm. have been held. And then they're destroyed mm-hmm. by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. He comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he said to me, this again is the angel, the waters which you saw where the harlot sits... Are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. In other words, this world religion that's taken over since Christianity is pretty much gone, mm-hmm. has taken over. It, people from every nation are a part of it. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose to be of one mind and give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. So here in the end, that and we're talking about that just the, what we would call the spearhead of time mm-hmm. just before the great battle, they now turn on her. They've used her. Right. Just like you would use a prostitute. Yes. She's yes. a great harlot. Mm. They've used her to get what want done they wanted to get done. She's killed in the name of religion the martyrs, the followers of Jesus Christ. But they have never liked this. Mm. They're not a religious group of people. They're mm-hmm. very much secular people. So now that all this has come done, and this even the Antichrist, who presumably is the Messiah, will show his true self and destroy her, meaning 
now he'll turn against that religious system mm-hmm. that aided and embedded them during the end time, right at the very end, and destroy her uh, and give what the kingdom to the beast until so take over that leadership until God's word is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Once again, I think that goes back to Daniel because we're talking about the Jewish people right. who were given seventy right seventy years. Mm-hmm. To fulfill, so we believe seventy times seven, mm-hmm. four hundred nine. That's a heptad. Seventy right. times a heptad, four hundred and ninety. And we know that four hundred and eighty-three have been fulfilled. The last seven mm-hmm. fulfilled fulfilled during this time, and that the words of God during that time was until righteousness is fulfilled. Right. Yes. Till you know. Yeah. So evil is done away with and righteousness is fulfilled. I think that's what we're reading in Revelation 17. Yeah, and ultimately everything, uh, I mean, the Antichrist wants uh, worship, wants power, wants uh, everything. Yeah. I mean, and, and then of course it all, all behind that is the dragon. All behind that is Satan. He is, yeah, we read the very beginning. Yeah. With the, He gave the, the power right, to right. that group of people. Yeah. And so it's just, it's been a battle since he... Uh, you know, in Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, when he basically said, I'm going to be like the Most High. Yeah. And it's been like that ever since. And now, you know, you got the, the Holy Trinity and, and the unholy Trinity. That's right. You know, and Satan, uh, Antichrist, and the false right, prophet. Right. You got Jerusalem. And, and second to Jerusalem, Babylon is the, the city mentioned most in Scripture, 400 times, I think. Wow. Um, it's mentioned in Scripture. 42 times it's either mentioned or inferred yeah. in the book of the Revelation. Yeah. And so it, it is, I mean, you start with a garden, you, you end with a garden, you start with Babylon and Jerusalem, and mm-hmm. here we are, you know. It, it's amazing how it is truly all coming together. Yeah, I, I would call this the great betrayal. Okay, yeah. Because what it is is, what we read previously in Revelation 13, is the false prophet actually, very much like Jesus, turns people's faces toward God the Father. Mm-hmm. The false prophet doesn't bring any kind of praise upon himself, mm-hmm. but upon the Antichrist. Right. He's the one who erects the idol in the temple and causes people to worship the beast, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. worship the beast. If not, then I'll take care of you right. type thing. So, I mean, the right-hand man of the Antichrist the whole time, but being used the whole time for the Antichrist's end. Mm-hmm. And when no longer any use for me, right? you've accomplished what you want, I'm going to betray you mm-hmm. and turn against you mm-hmm. and destroy you in the very end. Which is the antithesis of the Holy Trinity. Yes, I mean they they are they have the beautiful unity, and um, and, and that we never see that happening with right. the Holy Trinity. You know, never. I mean, it it's very much evil. It's what we see betrayal is right and, and evil. We mm-hmm. see Jesus, and I I remember saying in a sermon one time, you can only be betrayed by a friend. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to be betrayed by an enemy yeah, that's true. or someone who doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. You can only be by, betrayed by someone whom you have given trust. Mm-hmm. And so a friend. Mm-hmm. And here, the betrayal. But it's been all the way through from the time of Jesus being betrayed by Judas. But mm-hmm. you go through all through the Old Testament betrayals. And we see that even you know in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the antithesis of evil is betrayal. Yes, if someone yes, turns against right. you and mm-hmm. lies about you and... Um, makes accusations towards you, but that's the way evil does. That's right, the way yeah. of the world. 
Man, I tell you what, when when we look at this, really beginning in chapters 5 or 6, all the way through where we are now, I, I really am glad that, that we both believe the church is not here. Yeah, I don't find you know. it. And we even saw more of that today in the right. text of Revelation 17. Exactly. I mean, we, you know, we've been called away and um and we don't know when that's going to be mm-hmm. uh there was i think i mentioned it last week it was supposed to be yesterday this one person on social media man uh she talked and talked and talked for weeks well i didn't even think yeah. about that but i remember yeah. you saying yes. it last week yeah i had it i wrote it in my calendar when okay. i saw that you know and she said um september 18th and for weeks she said you know i realized that if it does not happen i'll be a false prophet and and she let herself i mean she she was determined that this was going to be, you know, and uh, and so here we are on the nineteenth. Uh, but what we know is it could happen today. Yeah, I mean the church Absolutely. could get called away today. Absolutely, and and, and uh, she should be thankful she doesn't live in Old Testament times. Right, right, yes. I started to shoot her a message and just ask her if she would give me her automobile. You know, she's not going to be using it. Right. So if you really believe it, would you just give me your automobile? Did you leave food out for your animals? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. 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 That's a great question. Probably. Uh, I mean, you got, if you believe it, do you believe it? I mean, that that's... I don't know. That's so evil. Mm-hmm. It's evil in one respect, but so deluded. Right. Delusional. Mm-hmm. And the other, like, I'm going to name a date, and I'm going to tell you I'm false if it doesn't happen. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and because when you look at history, man, how many date setters have... It's been over and over and over. Right. Howard Camping, that name rings a bell, you know. I don't know how many times he set a date. Yeah. And um, and as I said, one podcast made a lot of money doing it. And um, but uh, but at the end of his life, he did come back and basically uh, repent of that. Good. And um, and said, you know, I really, I really, I do not know the day. I don't know the hour. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Too many people have laced up those tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. That, ooh, yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. And, and uh, lay down in bed. And or whatever. Bop, yeah. Uh, comet coming yes. by, and we're gonna catch a ride and. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not. They did not. They did not catch a ride except for the hearse going to the Yes, general. yes, yeah. It's very sad. So, so. The, Satan is a deceiver. He is. And yeah. he can blind the eyes and minds of those who do not believe. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see here in Revelation 17. Yes, I agree, brother. I agree. So, I don't know. Just uh, forewarned is forearmed. Ah, and so, good. I mm-hmm. would encourage people... That's why God leaves this stuff in the scripture for us to see mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully to understand. Let him uh, have wisdom. It says, here's the mind which has wisdom. Mm, and so yes. we're working on it. We are, man. <laughs> try. We try. Right? We try, brother. <laughs> Bible says if we ask him, God yeah. will give us. Yeah. Would it be wise for wisdom. me to make a trip to Case Castle and Saudi Daisy? Yes. Would it be wise? It you need, because you, you, I notice you've become a little bitter. Yeah, I am. A little angry. Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. frayed around the edges. Right, right. You, you know, I don't know what your favorite ice cream is. Well, man, you mentioned black walnut. I Woo, mean, I haven't, I've never had that. I didn't know how good that was. I just huh. got it. I'm looking at the boards. I never had black walnut. Right. You know me, I try yeah. something different oh, all the time. Yeah, try something different. Um, yeah. We go to a little pizza restaurant here right. in your town. Yep. And I finally got my wife trying new things. Huh. We had sweet chili Thai 
uh, pizza the other day. Oh, uh, it was so good. You had me lost at sweet and then at chili and then at Thai. All, all three of those you lost me. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. <though. laughs> Why not just stick with pepperoni, man? No. Just, I mean, yeah, I'll finally yeah. get there. There's yeah. like 10 pizzas in the, and that'll be right. the last one we try. I never forget one time when I was overseas. Uh, <laughs> you got me saying overseas. Yeah. When I was out of the country, <laughs> um, I could not read the menu. And so I pointed to a picture of a pizza. I thought it was pizza. Yeah. When I got it, it was nothing it was like not, It was not an Italian pizza. No, it was not a Domino's. And so. <laughs> I nibbled at it. I did not. <laughs> You're not an adventurous either. I'm not. No. I really am not. I, I am an adventurous. But now either. I want black walnuts. But, yeah. So but I saw that and I thought, I've never had black walnut. I'm going to get that. And I thought, if it's not good, yeah. I know I love strawberry cheesecake ice right. cream. Yeah. So I got the double scoop. Yeah. I, I believe I would have enjoyed two scoops of black walnut. <laughs> it's fine, son. So I'd encourage you to uh, give that a try. Yeah, I'll, I'll venture out. We'll, I'll lock you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We don't often go through a passage of Scripture, yeah. but mm-hmm. this was kind of elucidating, I think, when it comes to the topic of the false prophet and the Antichrist and yes. uh, something we've been talking about. Yeah, I agree. I agree, brother. I Ooh. can't wait till next time. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to talk about, do you? I was I thinking have... about the, talking about the great white throne and the judgment seat of Christ. Oh. A lot of people have questions about that, but we don't have to do that next week. Yeah, but that would be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. So maybe well, maybe What were so? you thinking? Anything? I was thinking uh, black uh, walnut ice cream. I can talk 45 minutes about ice cream. Well, I don't know if talked, I can talk 45 minutes about black walnut ice cream. You've talked but. 10 today, so I know you <laughs> can't, brother. <laughs> yeah, I've already used up 10 of my minutes. I hope you guys have a great week. God bless.